It's time for John Paul, the car doctor, on North Shore 1049. Call today with your car questions, comments, or concerns. 1-800-370-1049. That's 1-800-370-1049. John Paul, the car doctor. The Car Doctor here to help you with your car problems on this Saturday morning. And, well, maybe I can help you with your car problems, but can you help me with our radio problems? We seem to be having a little technical difficulty after Hurricane Elsa piped in and tried to help us or tried to hurt us or whatever Hurricane Elsa, Tropical Storm Elsa did. But the good news is we have Biff in the studio, right, Biff? I am here. There you go. I am here. See, you're see. there. That's a good. That's a good can, start. See if we can get this um, thing straightened out. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're going to do the best we can right now because we have um, we have a we have a share of problems going with us. So we're gonna we're just going to be sort of on the phone here for a little while until we can figure out where the real problems are. Um, and I assume it has something to do with the storm and lightning and thunder and some wind and all that sort of stuff that happened in the last few days. So we're trying, we're trying the best we can to make things work the way we can. So, uh, well, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what we can do and try to make it all work, I guess, is about all we can try to do. So, um, and we'll just kind of go from there. So we'll see, we'll see what we can do. Um, anyway, um, we have in a little bit. We're going to be talking with uh, Greg Ebel. He is from Ford Motor Company. Uh, not quite sure what his title is. We'll figure that out when we come up with that. Uh, not sure if we can take actual phone calls yet. Uh, the good news is, uh, I just got an email from Paul and Braintree. He did get his AAA membership, so I'm glad he got that. Uh, so they got to credit his renewal. So. Uh, I mean, not Paul from Braintree, Peter from Salem, I'm sorry. And uh, so he, uh, Peter did get his uh, AAA membership, so that's good. Uh, and we'll just kind of go from there. So, um, and if you're, uh, if you have, I guess, almost nothing to do a week from tomorrow, uh, you can join me for a uh, kind of car care basic 101 class that's going to be taking place virtually at the, uh, up in New York, actually, at a uh, at a library up in New York. It's going to be from 6.30 to 7.30 on the 19th. And if you go to their website, and I will spell it out for you, it's C-O-P-I-A-G-U-E library.org. So C-O-P-I-A-G-U-E library.org. And uh, you can, uh, you can they'll, they'll tell you how to join us on Zoom for that so you can figure that out and you can you can join us for that if you have a uh, group or museum group senior center whatever the case is and you think i would be an interesting guest to have either if you're locally i guess um in person if you're doing in person uh i'm not quite doing in person stuff yet uh here a little maybe a little here and there uh but we are um we are starting to do that probably after September, but if you want to do it through Zoom or some other virtual method, we can we can try to do it that way. So we can try the best we can to make all that work. Um, had some interesting emails this week from a variety of people. Uh, one of the most interesting one, I think, was uh, somebody who bought a Land Rover. So it's a, I think it's a 2020 Land Rover. And... They were having some problems. It's at the dealer, and uh, they said, "Hi, I have a 2020 Land Rover Discovery. It has 10,000 miles on it. Sadly, it's been at the dealer for the past, and this was June 1st, 67 days. It's still at the dealer, by the way. The car has been towed in over two months ago with a battery charging system fault warning message. It's unable to be driven at all at this point. The problem is somehow related to the mild hybrid system." Because this car uses, like many newer cars, has a battery that's large enough to 
uh, run an electric motor, the gasoline engine does most of the work, but the battery runs much of the electric motor. And the bigger battery, in some cases they're 48 volts, in some cases they're bigger than that. Um, and um, they were hoping they could go through Lemon Law. The problem is it's a little outside Massachusetts Lemon Law. So I suggested they look at some alternatives with Lemon Law. I, uh, a couple of questions I asked, I assume they have a loaner, they do. Um, asked them whether there is some kind of alternative dispute mechanism they were checking. Has the dealer had a field engineer come out from Iowa, New Jersey, where the headquarters is? Uh, they have had an engineer come out. So let's see. They said uh, their frustrations with Land Rover continued today. And when was this? This was uh, June, July 9th. They said as of today. It is uh, day number 89. At this point, the part was expected two weeks ago. Still hasn't arrived. No one at Land Rover has any idea when it will arrive because Land Rover engineers are involved, the service manager and general manager. So they did get the Land Rover engineers involved. And um, they defer to them. And they say, unfortunately, the engineers are unreachable. So I'm left with no answers and no one to talk to. Um they did check their owner's manual, see if there's some other dispute mechanism. Um, I wrote to Land Rover, the PR person who's the senior VP, of, and I got sort of a, what I consider not a great response. He said, uh, you know, we've had supply chain issues, and um, they just said, well, you know, sorry about that. And then... Um, I followed up with, you know, it's been 89 days now. They said, well, it sounds like the, the, the customer's in the right hands. I don't, you know, almost three months without a car doesn't sound quite right to me. Um, and then he said, I did receive an email from the uh, Land Rover's executive customer service team. I guess that's what I initiated. He said, I'm glad I'm on their radar, but the message, uh, from them is kind of vague in reference to COVID, supply chains, whatever. So it goes on again some more. And um, now um, they heard from the corporate office. The part was shipped from the U.S. distribution center to the local dealer. Uh, a couple days after not hearing from the dealer or corporate, they asked for an update. Uh, corporate confirmed the part arrived at the dealership the same day it was shipped. And that was on June 30th. They were trying to get more information from the dealer after that, after emailing and calling. Uh, the GM and the service manager, I finally heard back from the service department. They did, in fact, receive the part, and they plan to have it installed this afternoon. No word about when they received the part. Uh, it looks like they just let it sit there for a week or so while they chose to look at other vehicles. Chances are they probably may have been waiting for a field engineer to come out and work with them putting the new part in. Uh, I'm still surprised that the owner of this car, who was seems to be pretty patient. Uh, he's, he and I both suggested that why doesn't Land Rover just trade him out of the vehicle, get him a new vehicle, and say, hey, look, you know, we'll get we'll get you a new one. We'll we'll refund all but the whatever it was, ten thousand miles worth, and you know, come up with some mileage number for the time you've had the car. Uh, used cars are at a premium right now, so once it's fixed, they should be able to sell it pretty easily, I would think. So, but there didn't seem to be any rush to do that. So, a little unfortunate in that place. So, hmm. um, and I wish I could have done more, but I can only, I only know the people I know at Jaguar Land Rover. And I was a senior vice president. So, I tried the best I could with what I could, but that's about as far as I could get. So, that was sort of an interesting one. Um, the other one, I answered a letter for somebody with a, I think it was a 2009 or 10 Mustang convertible with a water leak. And um, common on those is the drains up in the cowl actually clog up. And there's also a bunch of grommets that hold uh, this uh, panel kind of in front of the windshield wipers. So you pop all the grommets off, you get new grommets, put some kind of silicone around them, and uh, pull the drains out, clean the drains, put everything back together. And that's seemingly takes care of 99% of the problem. Somebody wrote to me today and said, I was mostly there with my answer. 
They said better still is at the bottom of the drains is sort of like a sponge, uh, probably to keep more leaves and stuff from getting stuck inside there and actually ending up inside the car. Uh, he said, pull the sponge out and the problem goes away. So uh, for anybody with a kind of 10-year-old-ish Mustang convertible and every time it rains it gets wet inside, well, it's from those drains and pull them out and clean them and you'll be in pretty good shape. The New England Motor Press uh, has started uh, a YouTube channel. And so far we only have one video on it. And I'll be honest, the video is pretty long. Uh, but uh, if you Google or go to YouTube and do the search for New England Motor Press Association, uh, you'll come up with uh, what's on our channel. And we have some other stuff on there, too. We have some uh, videos that we put up at some of the meetings we've been at. There's some of the stuff from the MIT events we've done. Uh, but it's on the YouTube channel. And we're going to try to do these you know, maybe once a month or so, maybe a little bit more often. I think we're going to try to shorten them to 20 minutes or so, 25 minutes in that range somewhere where, uh, for instance, I had an interview with uh, the head engineer from Cadillac about the Cadillac Lyric, their new all-electric car. And their all-electric car is uh, going to be pretty phenomenal, it seems, when it comes out. It's going to have a great range, pretty quick recharging ability. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a, a, good, a good car. Uh, the interview on its own would have been good because... Um, it was it was twenty minutes. I thought it was pretty all encompassing, but combined with everything else, it was probably a little bit too much. But she was very enthusiastic, so it was great. It was great to have her. Uh, Buddy Craig Fitzgerald does the introduction. Uh, Wayne Carini is in it. Wayne Carini did sort of a review of a uh, new Ford F one fifty versus a Ford F one hundred, so an old antique truck. So we kind of compared the two together a little bit. Uh, Cliff Atia did a review of a Subaru. And Cliff Atia, when I first met him, he was working for Boston.com. He writes for uh, a variety of different publications now. Uh, and he calls me every once in a while. He actually called me with a problem with his personal car yesterday afternoon. And a uh, good guy. And uh, Zane Merver, and we've had Zane Merver on the program before. He has the website GM uh, Trucks, so GM-Trucks. It's, I think it's the largest GM uh, website, uh, enthusiast website in the country. And he does a really good job with that. And uh, he's all, he also did a review of a Hyundai uh, Sonata, I think, in, in there. So we're going to try doing that. We're going to try to have some more interviews up uh, before too long. I know I sent a couple over to um, the person who's putting them all together. So she's going to try to... Um, cut and paste where she can. It was sort of interesting, though, about, um, you know, how we, how we want to do these. And somebody said, somebody commented back about, uh, and I think what Zane said, he was doing, and he does very, very professional interviews. And um, I think he said he did a six-second interview when it took... It was a six-minute interview, and it took six hours to do, which is pretty typical. One minute of video takes about an hour to film. So because, you know, things don't go quite right, and you, you know, you goof up lines and so forth. So it becomes a bit of a challenge sometimes. So uh, that is um, – so uh, Craig Fitzgerald came back with, uh, uh, you know, it does take time, and, uh, you know, can and this was uh, – this was uh, supposedly a line from uh, Bob Lutz when he worked for Chrysler, or one of the engineers at Chrysler said, here's how we can build your cars, fast, good, or cheap, pick two out of three. So we can build them fast and good, we can build them fast and cheap, we can build them good and cheap, but we can't build them fast, good, and cheap all at the same time. So um, I'm kind of, a, and, and I'm less a perfectionist, I guess, so I think it's important to try to get as much content as we can get up there. And, uh, and I, I remember uh, when we were talking to the guy who um, wrote all the books about BMWs and getting all that good and the idea of you know, being able to build something that's a daily driver, and I said, you know, don't let 
perfection get in the way of good? Uh, because sometimes good is okay. And, you know, perfection is better, but sometimes you can spend a whole long time trying to get things perfect. And But in the meantime, you don't have anything, you haven't accomplished anything. So I kind of believe in, well, let's just, let's try to get it done. But anyway, go to, you can go to AAA, go to AAA, go to, uh, go to YouTube, and then you can find the New England Motor Press Association video that's up there. And again, some other content that's up there at the same time. But go check it out. Uh, we'd like to see more views. We'd like to see more people seeing it. But I think it's, uh, it's, uh, we decided, you know, we're, we're probably 20 years later than everybody else as far as putting stuff on YouTube, but we thought we'd get around to it. So, uh, and, and I hate to say we let perfection get in the way of good because it isn't perfect, but, uh, we thought we'd give it a try and see what we have. So we're kind of creating our own media at this point. So always, always good to, always good to be able to kind of see those kind of things and see, and see what we have and see, see what we have going on. So, uh, there, there's always some, there's always some fun stuff to look at on the videos and everybody has their own views on how to do them. The ones I did, uh, I did them as sort of a one-on-one interview. Uh, I want to go over some of the other questions I got this week from a variety of people on a variety of subjects. Uh, somebody wrote into me and said, I have a 2005 Nissan Frontier. It's experienced in air conditioning issues. The AC works when the fan is on, uh, setting one. But then when I switch to two or uh, the air conditioner compressor turns on and off intermittently, the fan level on one is very low, but level two is fine for cooling. If the AC would just stay on, what might be causing this? And it was kind of funny. When I, was, when I first got this question, I was sitting at a table with uh, John Zangari. John Zangari is one half of drive-through radio. That, uh, they're down in Rhode Island. And I said to him, uh, what do you think? And, and he's, a, I think, in his day, and I'm pretty sure he probably let some of them expire now, but he was a, he may have been an ASC world technician. So, in other words, he took every ASC test you could possibly take. He was a field engineer with Toyota. He was a high school auto shop teacher, a uh, variety of different things. Uh, interesting guy. His, his daughter is a astrophysicist, I think. Um, not sure, not a hundred percent sure about that, but she has discovered a star. So, which is much more than I ever did. And she also, in kind of a fun way, I guess she was looking at, uh, Pluto. And Biff, is Pluto a planet or a star? Have we decided on that yet? I th- we know Pluto. I think Pluto? it's. Uh, I didn't it get demoted. It's not a. It's not I a planet. Think, I think. I, I think it. I think you're right. I think it might have got demoted. It got demoted. And, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And. Um, but she she was looking at it one day, and just when, the shadows and everything looked just right, she drew an outline. On the surface of Pluto, that looked like the character Pluto. So she's credited with finding Pluto on Pluto. Wow. Again, something I've never done. <laughs> so so anyway, I was talking I was talking to John and you know, we both sort of said, Well, you, you know, we gotta start with refrigerant level. We gotta see what the levels are, we gotta make sure it has the right amount of AC charge in it. And then the other possibility is that when the fan comes on, there's some sort of short or voltage drop in the circuit. And it's causing the when you turn the when you turn the fan on high, it causes a drop in the voltage to the air conditioner compressor clutch. And when that happens, the voltage fluctuates enough, which causes an intermittent uh, operation of the air conditioner compressor. So, um, you know, a possibility. But again, one of those things we've had, we've certainly had our share of weird weather. We had summer for what four days, Biff. Uh, off and on, we had to have had some okay. summer, but it seems We've like it comes. Some summer comes at three and four day intervals. Yeah, and then it kind of went away, and yep. then we had then we had a hurricane, which apparently upset <laughs> our systems. So yes, it did. Um, yes, yeah. it and, did. Uh, yeah, in the the little tin house in Florida that I have, uh, one of the neighbors, uh, which I didn't realize this, I'm fascinated by it now, has a home weather station that 
anyone can check online. And at one point, you know, as much as they were kind of downgrading the storm in Florida, at one point, there were 90-mile-an-hour gusts. 90 mile, and then kind of across the street from me. So 90-mile-an-hour gusts were pretty substantial. So, yes, they are. Um, yeah, and it was, uh, you know, steady, you know, 40, 50-mile-an-hour winds. Most of the gusts were about 70, but every once in a while it hit a 90. 90's pretty substantial. And we got about six inches of rain in about a couple hours. So a lot of rain. Out of water, and in Fort Myers, so uh, uh, they got about twelve inches of rain in the same amount of time. So, you know, it is wow. it is that season, I suppose. So, there you go. Uh, somebody else wrote to me, and they said they have a friend looking to, for a vehicle around twenty five or thirty thousand. She always had a sedan, but wants something better in the snow. In the snow, perhaps an SUV. Do you have any thoughts on that? And I always think a compact SUV could be a good solution because depending on, I don't know how old this person is, but the idea of an SUV sometimes, the the idea of being able to kind of slip in and out of it a little bit easier other than, you know, uh, you know, I, and I'll get to the car a little bit later, but I drove a Genesis G70. It's sort of the Genesis equivalent of a Kia Stinger, which I was very impressed with when I drove it. But, um, it is a sports sedan, so it sits a little bit lower to the ground. You need to be a little bit more flexible. The idea of having a small SUV where you can kind of get in and out more easily, have that extra storage space. Uh, they're in a pretty good budget range, twenty-five to $30,000. Um, and I said a compact SUV might be a good solution. You sit up higher, you get a better view of the road, uh, good cargo space depending on the model. You can get pretty good fuel economy. The Honda CRV, the Toyota RAV4, Hyundai Tucson and Subaru Forest are all good choices. Um, there's even there's even a Hyundai Tucson hybrid now, uh, uh, which is which is a good choice. Uh, Rav Four has their hybrid. More money though, you're going to spend more money on that. Probably a little outside of the range, but uh, and you have to decide how long you're going to keep the car to see whether spending the extra money offsets the extra fuel economy or not. But I think sometimes a, a small SUV is is good. Um, so. Uh, like I said uh, earlier, I was talking about the um, different things that can cause a water leak, and they can be pretty frustrating to find. So, like I said, the you know with that particular Mustang, uh, first thing you need to do is remove the cowl cover and check that the drains are clear of debris, and that's the that's the big issue. The drains get all clogged up. Uh, in fact, I have a neighbor who has a. Uh, uh, Sebring convertible, and the air conditioner evaporator drain is clogged up. They were driving it, and uh, air conditioners take a lot of moisture out of the air. The moisture has to go somewhere, and that's when you shut off your car on a hot day and you see clear water running out from underneath the car. That's all the condensation that's got sucked out of the air. If that drain is clogged with pine needles or dirt and leaves and stuff, uh, it has no place to go other than inside the car. And uh, you just go from there. The, the other question, I get this question fairly often from BMW owners. Somebody with a BMW 4 Series uh, rides a little bit hard, and they're thinking of replacing their all-season run-flat tires with standard tires. Accepting uh, there is no spare, do you think I'll have a noticeably smoother ride? And my answer was the stiff sidewall and overall construction of a run-flat tire is what allows them to roll without air but also causes some of the harsh ride. And I'm not, you know, I, I like to kind of stay with the tires that came on the car, but I did a little bit of online research, and I went on a couple of the BMW forum sites and found um, many BMW owners have switched over to either a Michelin Premacy or BF Goodrich Advantage tires, and they say it's the best modification they've ever done with a car. Um, they say it handles maybe even a little bit better. The ride is much more comfortable. Um, I would consider at least getting a flat tire repair kit, so sort of a compressor and sealer combination. Uh, you're not going to be able to put a spare tire in there. Chances are it just won't, wheel and tire won't fit. But at least if the tire isn't damaged, you can manage to get home somehow. So a little bit of a, a little bit of an advantage there. I think it's probably as good as time as any to take a quick break. My name's John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. If you say, hey, it sounds a little bit funny, well, it is because we're on the phone due to some technical issues, but we'll try to do the best we can here over the next 
uh, 40 minutes or so. My name is John Paul. This is the Power Doctor Program. We will be right back. There has never been a better time to join Align Credit Union. My name is Kendall Rossi, and as President and CEO, I would like to personally invite you to take advantage of all that Align has to offer. We have everything you need to reach your financial goals, including great rates on mortgages and auto loans, checking accounts with no monthly maintenance fees, and digital banking tools. To learn more, stop by one of our branches or visit us online AlignCU.com, Align Credit Union, connecting all your banking needs. I'm Anne-Marie Casey, director of the North of Boston CVB. People say you don't know what you've got until it's gone. Truth is, you knew what you had, you just never thought you'd lose it. This last year has been devastating for our tourism industry. As the world begins to open up, it's time to show your support and love my local Massachusetts. Visit museums, catch a show, or spend a night at a beautiful Oceanside Resort. For more ideas, visit northofboston.org. Sponsored by the North of Boston Convention and Visitors Bureau and the Massachusetts Office of Travel and Tourism. Buying a used car can be frustrating. Where do you go? Who do you trust? And who has the best price? 40 million used vehicles were sold in the United States last year. We understand your concerns and anxiety at Michel Mitsubishi in Danvers. We have 150 used vehicles in stock, fully reconditioned with a warranty. We're a family-run dealership with 10 service bags. Dad, what does that mean? That means you can buy a used vehicle with confidence and we back it with a warranty. If you don't like the vehicle, bring it back within 30 days. We'll exchange it for another one of equal value. Everyone has their favorite breakfast spot. We want to be your favorite used car spot. We guarantee the best price, guarantee our vehicles are serviced, and we give you a warranty. We take care of our veterans, our local community, and we'll take care of you. My name's Kevin Michaud. I guarantee it. We are your feel-good dealer. Michaud Mitsubishi. Check out Local Eats with Erica and Donnie every Saturday at noon on the North Shore 1049 Facebook page. We'll be checking out all the best places to eat and grab a drink on the North Shore, Merrimack Valley, and beyond. This week we'll be featuring Salisbury Beach Pizza, Christie's Pizza versus Tripoli's Pizza. Local Eats is brought to you by Acardi Foods. So join us Saturday at noon on the North Shore 1049 Facebook page for Local Eats with Erica and Donnie. Well, welcome back to the Car Doctor program. We got the we got the high price talent in this morning trying to figure out what's wrong, what's going on. So, uh, uh, and Jay are working on that furiously right now. But if we if uh, we push all the buttons just right, I think uh, I should be talking with Greg Ebel. He is the manager of police vehicles for Ford. Greg, was I even close with your title? No, you're spot on, John. That was perfect. All right. Well, tell us about this new Ford F-150. When it comes to emergencies, seconds can count to be able to get somewhere. And although we don't always think of a uh, Ford F-150, depends where you live. Uh, the F-150 is a is a pretty popular police vehicle. Tell us about this new one. Yeah, you're exactly right. So. So we revealed the all-new 2021 Ford F-150 police responder back back in March, and we're and this is still America's only pre-series pickup truck on the market. So we we had a bunch of great new technology, a new improved top speed of 120 miles per hour. But but now in what we do with and but this isn't just this isn't just us. This is the entire law enforcement industry is is we do third-party testing to kind of prove out you know is this vehicle is it really pursuit rated. So, so we had an opportunity uh, to test with Michigan State Police and Los Angeles uh, County Sheriff's Department here, and 
And lo and behold, I mean, we are we, we are now considered the uh, uh, the fastest police vehicle in, in in terms of the acceleration. And we're talking zero to 60, zero to 100 and, and quarter mile times. And it, it's really quite impressive out of the comparing against SUVs and even a V8 powered sedans for, you know, some of the competition. So it really is impressive. But like you mentioned, a lot of agencies, I mean, they want to, you know, how can I get uh, to an emergency situation as as quickly and as safely as possible, and 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 the, and that's what we're delivering here with this product. Not only that, but you know, off road, you know, off road capability. There's an expectation with this, you know, build for tough, you know, F one fifty. But now we're we're starting to deliver more of that on road performance as well, John. Yeah, and the idea I was reading some of the zero to sixty times, and it was maybe five point eight seconds zero to sixty. Yeah, it's actually five five 5.4 seconds, which is it's over. It's 1.2 seconds than the outgoing model, and a full second. I mean, we're right a couple tenths of a second. I mean, it's fast, but uh, you know, 1.2 faster, and even um, uh, the zero to 100 is 13.1, which is almost four seconds faster than the outgoing. So it's it's really, I mean, it's a, it's a big difference, and agencies are really going to realize that they can get that kind of performance out of a out of a pickup, but. Um, I mean, from the ground up, we, we have some great new features. So, so as I mentioned, you know, earlier, we have the new top speed of 120 miles per hour, which was confirmed, uh, via the Michigan State Police testing as well. But, um, we have a, we, we have an improved, you know, you know, powertrain that is uh, the three five liter V6 EcoBoost, which is our standard offering, you know, 400 horsepower, a 500 foot pounds of torque. So you really have that, that great foundation. And we also have a new a new torque on demand four by four transfer case, which is which is all new, and it, and it's really new uh, by the pickup, like, quite frankly. So, in in a typical pickup, you have your transfer case. You can be in four high, four low. It's is designed for for inclement weather conditions, you know, off road, you know, sand, snow, mud, and the like. But now with this torque on demand, there there's a four auto mode where you can shift it to four auto, and and you can essentially forget it. So you can. If you're traversing on or off road, right, you're going to still have the performance that, that, that four by four performance. And what's different is you can use this on road. So when cornering, right, you're going to have that, you know, four wheel drive, you know, type performance and, and, and the high speed maneuvering. So a lot of those elements, um, you know, allowed us to achieve, uh, these, uh, these great, these great testing times. That's that's a really good point because it's one thing to make horsepower. It's one thing to make usable horsepower. And the idea that you're making, pretty good horsepower but getting it out to all four wheels helps keep police officers safe yeah you're exactly you're exactly right so on a typical pickup right i mean you're driving you know two-wheel drive right you can fish tail around a corner you know you hit the you hit the gas it's a little bit difficult to control so now you have more of that right torque to all four wheels when needed and 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 the great thing is is you know you know as an officer you don't want to be worried about you know if i'm gonna if i if i'm in a high school situation you which which mode am I in, right? So you can set it to four A. You get in the vehicle and forget about it. You know, less less thinking the better, and uh, it's going to give you that performance, right? I mean, whether I mean, if it's if it's high speed, if it's if if it's a pursuit situation, if it's off road, it's it's going to give you both. So it's it's very it's very capable, as I mentioned, off and on road. And you know, I don't you, your job obviously is a little bit different, but personally, I try to stay out of police cars. Um, it usually never ends well, but, um, how about, you know, uh, police officer in cars for sometimes eight, sometimes 16 hours a day. Uh, what are the creature yeah. comforts like in the new F-150? Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a good point you brought up, John. So, so in the all new 2021, uh, Ford F-150 police responder, I mean, we have, we have seats that are designed for law enforcement, you know, the duty cycle of the vocation itself. So they're heavy duty cloth seats. So they're not going to wear like your typical you know, uh, retail or uh, or luxury vehicle seats, mm-hmm. right? Because they're getting in and out, been out of the vehicles all day, and the, and they're sitting in there, you know, if they're on patrol for eight, ten, you know, plus hours a day. And also we have we have unique trim down side bolsters, so it allows ease of access, ingress and egress. Are wearing a full a full, a full duty belt with their weapon on their person, other yeah. other items on their belt, so it, it allows easier. And just comfort while you're sitting in the in the seat too, but but not only that, uh, I mean the of the, of the interior itself, we have the most 
uh, interior passenger volume out of any pursuit rated vehicle for that matter. So there's a lot of space in there. A lot of uh, a lot of larger officers like to have more of that, you know, headroom, legroom, room, um, and so on. So that's been some really good feedback. We have easy clean vinyl floors, vinyl rear seats, right? I mean, if they're getting in mud, if you have someone in the back, obviously, you know, perpetrator. If there's you know something that happens, you know, it's easy clean in that in that regard too. But you know, a lot of the elements we look at it's built for a reason. So all these things. Um, all these items I mentioned as well are are based on you know customer feedback. Another another new technology feature uh, that's great um, for 2021 is we have a police engine idle, an available police engine idle feature where you know an officer can engage uh, the idle button and they can they can securely exit the vehicle and they can lock it and the vehicle remains running to power lights, radios, you know other onboard equipment that's required at the you know at the a season of an emergency. So a lot of these things that we're offering now is based upon, um, you know, deep, a deep rooted, you know, customer insight and feedback that we're delivering now with the new product. So it sounds, it sounds like Ford really kind of did their homework, but also it sounds like Ford went out to the people that are using these vehicles, the men and women uh, behind the badger using the vehicles, get their input to see what works best for them. Yeah, you're exactly right. And we get a lot of input. We we have our police advisory board made up of, of 25 plus members and, you know, large, medium, small agencies. We get a lot of that, that great, that great insight and input there. But yeah, we're um, all of our, all of our sales staff, marketing staff, we're very connected with our customers. We're always listening. And, and as leaders in this space, and we've been for many years, we always want to you know, try to be ahead of the curve and try to, you know, give uh, give our customers, you know, what the, what they're truly asking for uh, in, a, in a law enforcement vehicle. Yeah, I know I was down in Florida about a month ago and the sh- local sheriff's department had probably as many pickup trucks as they did explorers. So wow. it kind of gives you the idea that, you know, they, they've seen the need for both and yeah, gone out and got it. Yeah, you're exactly right. And and a lot of the agencies, you know, the you know the pickup, you know the uh, the space, uh, the capability, towing, payload works, um, and for off road, a lot of if if you're a sheriff, you're going on off road. But but uh, we're 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 having a lot of uh, a lot of agencies that do most of their patrol on, on pavement are starting to starting to gravitate more towards the F and fifty police responder, and we expect that uh, on a likely continue moving forward now that we have the a new improvements to the vehicle for. For a 21 model. Yeah, it, it makes sense. You sit up a little higher, you get a better view of the road, you get a better view of everything that's going on around you, and you know that if you secure things in the bed, they're going to stay there, but you have that you have that pretty uh, spacious rear seat room if you need it. So it makes, it makes yeah, exactly. a whole lot of... A pickup truck in a lot of applications makes a lot of sense. And, uh, and again, the idea of the performance numbers from this Ford F-150... Not that many long ago, that many years ago, the Ford Mustang wasn't turning out those kind of numbers. So that's pretty impressive. It is. It is really impressive, and and that's. But we want to make sure that that uh, that performance is usable, like you mentioned, John. It's not just you know we can build a hot rod, but this is this is true overall performance. You know, not just straight line. And we want to give our you know give our customers a tool that can help them do their job better every day. And we think with the combination, like I said, with the you know, best out of any pursuit rated vehicle and towing, payload, interior passenger volume, and, and now these, you know, truly exceptional uh, numbers for acceleration really help in their jobs. We think that, you know, we're going to we're gonna see some strong demand, and we already have with this vehicle since we revealed it uh, back in March. Well, Greg, it sounds pretty exciting. It sounds pretty exciting if it was a, if it was a truck for retail use, but it sounds pretty exciting to you for law enforcement. Uh, I want to thank Ford for kind of taking the extra step, and I want to thank you for taking a little time out of your day and joining me on the Car Doctor. Hey, thanks a lot, John. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Take care. Take care. Why don't we take a break and pay some bills? My name's John Paul. This is the Car
Tour Scrap and Steal of Gloucester will pick up old vehicles, industrial machines, boilers, safes, old trailers, and more. If it's made with metal or steel, they will pick it up. For a nominal fee, they'll unload your unwanted appliances or metallic items from your home or business. They also accept drop-offs for items made with metal or steel for free to recycle at 19 Rare Pond Road in Gloucester. Call or email now for details or to schedule a pickup, visit NorthShoreScrapMetal.com or call 978-815-1893. Are you looking for extra income and even a generous sign-on bonus? Caring Choice Transportation seeks 7D licensed drivers to join their growing business transporting children and adults with special needs to area schools and medical appointments. Caring Choice Transportation will assist you with training for the 7D student license. They offer competitive hourly salaries and great hours for drivers, LPNs, and RNs. Details and bonus offer online at CaringChoiceTransportation.com. That's CaringChoiceTransportation.com. Have your morning coffee with me, Mark Friedman, host of Dollars and Cents, each and every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. We'll start your day with financial advice in a language you can understand. This weather report is brought to you by Northeast Basement Systems. Make your wet, damp, or leaky basement dry with Northeast Basement Systems, the leader in basement technology. Call 877-DRY-THE-NUMBER-4-U. Good morning, everyone. I'm Mark Rosenthal. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. Here is your North Shore 1049 forecast serving the North Shore and the Merrimack Valley for today. Becoming partly sunny, partly cloudy. Should be a pretty decent afternoon with my fingers crossed. Temperatures mostly in the 70s with a lot of sun. It could be over 80 inland. Overnight, partly cloudy and mild, though in mid-60s. Tomorrow, a mixture of sun and clouds, a nice beach day, 77 to 84. Chance of some more showers coming in for Sunday night into the first half of Monday. With a forecast being brought to you by Rival Homes. They cover the North Shore with residential and commercial sales, rentals, investment opportunities, fixes and flips. Call 978-869-4584, online at ryvalhomes.com. For local North Shore, 1049, I'm Mark Rosenthal. Hi everyone, I'm Mark Rosenthal. Here is today's North Shore 1049 Beach and Boating Forecast being brought to you by Obishan Hardware. For the Mariners today, north winds 5 to 10 knots turning northeast this afternoon. We have a high tide coming up in Gloucester at 1238 this afternoon. Seas 1 to 3 feet. Visibilities will improve to over 5 miles. One attempts running low in mid-60s. At the beach, variable clouds, maybe some sun, low in mid-70s. A tanning factor of perhaps a 6. That's my beach and boating forecast. I'm Mark Rosenthal. I'm gonna get you if I can. Oh, Bobby, wind it up. Welcome back to the Car Doctor program on North Shore 1049. We are back to normal. I want to thank Jay Foss for coming in and. Uh, uh, I don't know. Would you call him saving the day there, Biff? That's what I would call it. Yep. Yeah, it's, that's what you would get. Yeah, yep. and Audi came out of the bullpen, yeah. came in, yeah. threw a couple yeah. pitches, got us squared away, and we're yeah. back where we should be. Yeah. Jay Superman Fox. So thank you, Jay, as usual, yeah. for bailing yeah. us out here with the yeah, technical yeah, well. issue. And, John, do you know what the best part is? When you have an issue like this, you know what, you know what is the best ending? A, you it gets fixed. But B, more importantly, Biff learned something. Well, there you go. There, there you go. go. And, there you go. And uh, you know, I, I've I've been known to say I'm too I'm too old to learn, but um, I've been known to say really... I'm too dumb to learn. But I mean, <laughs> I'm not sure if but, that's the uh, same. Yeah, but uh, my uh, I think it was my second grade teacher told me I should try to learn three new things every day. So you have two more to go. I got two. I, I got one under my belt though. And yeah, it's, and it's not even it's not yeah. even noontime. No, no, you get, so. you get. Yeah, I'm sure when real estate reveal <laughs> comes up, oh, this going to be two. You'll learn more. something. You'll learn this at least one more thing. I mean, with David Seymour, that's a minimum of learning yeah. one. But yeah. Usually, it's two or three. Yeah, yeah. So, then, so, so you know, by the time noontime comes around, you can you can pretty much take a nap. I pretty much you might know, be able to take the rest yeah. of the day off because yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, I, my learning quota quota will be filled. That's right. That's hmm. right. So. Well then, then I remember um, when the show used to be about cars. You you did, and and um, I was gonna <laughs> I was I was gonna do a trivia question, um, and I think in I think in this case, um, it it's tricky, but it's not tricky. 
but I need the people who who um, think they know the answer to go on the air. Oh, I will, yeah, okay. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, so, I mean, so. Biff doesn't know the answer, so yeah, Biff doesn't know the no, question. No, Biff doesn't know the answer. So, John, you're being a little sly this week. I, I am. I am. Because it requires... It, um, only because I thought of this as I was talking about John Zangari's daughter, the astrophysicist or whatever she is. And um, Subaru, you know Subaru. I um, do. I know them, yep. Yep. Do you ever notice their logo has stars on it? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, what is the name of that star cluster? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. And, and, it, and, it, and no Google machine. No, no. <laughs> it's the only way I found out. But, um, <laughs> no, but I mean, for the listeners, no yeah. Google machine. There's no, there's no Google. There's no Google no, machine. No, no, and no, no. I will say there is sort of a, um, uh, I, I want kind of the Greek name, I guess, of it. Not the, um, not the, it's, it's sometimes referred to as the seven daughters, but, um, but I want the Greek name. If you know the Greek name of this, of the star cluster that Subaru has on their cars, we will give you a AAA membership. Wow. Okay. okay. All right. Now, but, do you need to have an email address, correct? Yeah, you need to have an email address because as Peter from Salem found out. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> God bless Peter from Salem. Yeah. Yeah, he did get his AAA membership though. Oh, he, right. he did email me this morning that he got his AAA membership, so he's all he's all good. So you need to, and you need to be somebody who hasn't won anything in a while. So give you know, be fair, um, because we're going to give you a special code, and that special code will allow you to when you you call up AAA membership and say, hey, I want a membership on the AAA Car Doctor program because I because I knew the name of the star cluster that's on the Subaru logo. And all you got to do is call 800-370-1049 if you know the answer to that. So each one that calls you will be, since I don't know the answer, you'll go on air and you'll answer on air. You'll be live. And And so John will say, say, right or wrong. And they're going to say, Big Dipper. And I'm going to go, nope, that's not it. No. Okay, so now we know what it's not. yeah. Yeah, it's not the Big Dipper. Okay. Because I think that has more than seven stars. But All right. Phones 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 are lighting up. All right, well, I'll let you go do your work, and I'm going to talk about the car that got me around today, and that's uh, or, or last week, and that is the Genesis G70. The G70, I think, is one of the best small luxury cars on the market today. I really liked it. It's got a really nice interior. The handling is really impressive. The one I drove had the twin-turbocharged V6 engine. I think it was 360 horsepower, more more torque than that. Um Really nice, inter, uh, you know, infotainment system. Uh, uh, all the safety features: the you know, turn on the right directional, the tachometer turns into a camera, so you, or display screen, so you see what's to your right. Left directional speedometer does the same thing. What's wrong with it? The rear seat's kind of tight. If you're tall, you don't want to sit in the back seat for long. And the trunk is pretty small. Um, short of that. There's not much not to like about this. It's available in rear-wheel or all-wheel drive. This happened to be the all-wheel drive version because it was the more powerful twin-turbocharged V6. Um, handles really well. Um, I, I haven't driven the four-cylinder one, but uh, I've, I've heard that it's, it's really good. Uh, it's just it just it's just a nice nice car handling really flat. I understand it was designed the the handling may have been the handling may have been Porsche designed and the the style may have been designed by an Audi previous an Audi engineer. It shares a lot in common with the Kia Stinger, only it's a little bit more luxurious. The Stinger's more of a hatchback, where this has a trunk. Um, you know, power everything, heated steering wheel, wireless phone charger, all the comfort and convenience items you would expect to see in a luxury car. But just I I would I would put this up against any BMW in the same price range. And price range forty to fifty thousand dollars. Again, this was top of the line model. It was a smidge over fifty thousand. But you know, put compare this against, you know, some of the other good cars out there. I I really like this. Uh, again, really nice cabin. Um, I, I like the pleated interior, leather interior. I like the red stitching, uh, red seat belts, which I thought were uh, a little bit unique, but kind of kind of stood out uh, from everything else out there. Uh, plenty of 
you know, again, plenty of plenty of uh, everything you expect in cars today: satellite radio, uh, high definition radio, USB ports, Bluetooth, Apple CarPlay, Android Auto. Um, uh, this had the top of the line, 15 speaker, um, high end stereo system. Had a big sunroof. The whole it looked like the whole roof of the car lifted off. Gave a nice open air feel, but it also had a nice uh, little pop up thing. Uh, which a lot of sunroofs, you open them up and they, all they get is really noisy. This one actually stayed real, reasonably quiet. Um, the other thing I liked about it was uh, it did have adjustable uh, lumbar and side bolsters. So if you were in a sporty mood, you could crank up the side bolsters. Uh, so you were sort of held in place a little bit more. Uh, so it worked out, worked out really well. Uh, like I said, if I had to find any fault with it, smallish trunk um, and... Um, Rear seat, if you're six feet tall, you're going to find, because the sloping roof line is a little tight and leg room's a little tight if you're six feet tall and you have a six-foot-tall passenger sitting in the back. Sure, you can move the seats up, but it's, it's, it's certainly comfortable enough. But I think it was just a really nice car to drive. And again, with uh, I think it was 265 horsepower with the twin-turbo V6. I want to say it was two 379 foot-pounds of torque. Uh, Eight-speed automatic transmission, a real transmission, not a CVT, which made it even feel that much better. Fuel economy, yeah, not so great. Uh, fuel economy, you know, probably 18 city, 27 highway. I was averaging about 24, which um, I thought was pretty good. Um, I, it was just overall, it was it was a fun fun to drive car with really good steering, really good handling. Uh, you put it into sport mode, it really stays flat on corners, big, big brakes, uh, just just a nice car. So if you're... So, John, you know, may, you, may I interrupt you at this you point? Absolutely I, can, yes. I apologize, but uh, Mike, no, from, Mike from Bridgewater thinks he knows the answer. I don't know the answer, so... You don't know the answer. No, so, so Mike, uh, what's the answer, what? Mike? Mike, good morning, John. Thanks, Biff. Good morning, um, Michael. Hi, good morning, John. Um, I wanted to say, is it Pleiades? It is. It is. Did you did you cheat, or are you just a, are you a closet astrophysicist? Uh, let a me just say, I'm not an astrophysicist. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but I will say this: it was interesting. Um, you were talking about Ford, and this is in the constellation of Taurus. So there's a connection there, it's, John. It Whether is. You, it is. They're, they're all. <laughs> it's all connect. It's all connected together. You're absolutely right. So you are the winner. You are the winner. Um, and, and Jeff from New York, thank you for calling. Um, I'm, I'm unfortunately, uh, Mike beat, beat you to it, and everybody else that called, thank you so much. We, we got, we got, we got somebody from New York. Yeah, yeah, no, Jeff from New York, absolutely. And I think he had the answer. I don't know, but I told yeah, him if Mike from Bridgewater got it, yeah. unfortunately, that's the way it's going to work. But it's, again, it's, Jeff, it's thanks Jeff, for listening. Is, is, is Jeff still there? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah, can we just talk to him just oh, because? Okay, can, we're going to say can, goodbye to Mike. But Mike, you s don't do not do not hang up, Mike. Don't hang up, Mike, because we need to get your information. All right, so. Yeah, Jeff, All right, there's Jeff. Is Jeff still there? I am here. Uh, well, well, Jeff, I have to say you didn't win, but I just wanted to thank you for calling in from New York. Well, John, I read your your column in the Newsday here every week. I look forward to it, and. Uh, well, it's written in a very entertaining manner, and I learned a lot of things from you from the column as well. Well, well, well. Thank you very much for reading the column. Thank you very much for calling in, and uh, you know, keep listening. And uh, you might be the winner next week. You never. Know. I will. I listen every Saturday. I just wanted to tell you. You know, I've had three Subarus. I had a '96 Outback with 223,000 miles on it. My daughter drove it. My son drove it. I have a 2004 STI with 100,000 miles on it, and my son has a. 2013 WRX that he's so, enjoying. So, so Jeff, we, family. we can safely assume that you knew this answer. I knew. I knew. I know just about everything. And, and I, and I, 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 we even we go up to Maine every year for the New England Forest Rally to watch the uh, the Subarus on the rally uh, course up there. Uh -huh. they're, they're, those forest cars are a little bit different than your STI or WRX. Though. Well, they they use the STI or they use a base. You know, a stock yeah. WX, but they put skid plates on them, and they have to have roll cages, and they're outfitted for racing. But it's basically the same car. Yeah, it, it is. It, it, and and I, I saw that once, and um, uh, woof. And they, they, it is, it is pretty impressive how they hustled through up there, and and 
put that car through its paces. And I know that uh, some of the uh, some of the other vehicles they run in those categories. In the I guess they have sort of a a pro stock or or something. And some of those can be you know six hundred horsepower Subarus. But right, yeah, they're, they're, they're different. Yeah, they're different classes. Yeah, yeah. Um, stock to super modified, and they run them. Right. 90, 100 miles an hour through the woods with trees on both sides, and you really have to, you really have to be a good driver. They, they, they make turns. It's not just going around an oval track. So oh no! It's calculated up there. You're wrapping that car around a tree. Yeah, yeah. There, there's, uh, there has, there has been some paint and bark exchanged up there. <laughs> Absolutely, and it's a really beautiful country up there in uh, Maine and New Hampshire where they run that rally. They're doing it this year, uh, the uh, end of July, July 29th yep. and 30th. Hey, well, I want to thank you for I want to thank you for calling in. I want to thank you for letting us know about the 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 uh, the rally and uh, and keep listening and keep reading the column. Thanks a lot. I really appreciate. Very good. It. Thank you, John. Take care. All right. Take care. Yep. Bye bye. Uh, we need to take another break. Jeff, uh, I want again want to thank Jeff for calling in from New York. I want to thank Mike for uh, winning the contest, and we need to take a break and pay some bills. We'll be right back. You women have heard of jalopies, you've heard the noise they make But let me introduce my new Rocket 88 Yes, it's great, just one way Everybody likes my Rocket 88 Baby, we'll ride in style, moving all along Have you tried shopping with Obershawn Hardware online? Whether at home, on your boat, or at the beach, it's easy and convenient to order things you need right at hardwarestore.com. Plus, when you order online for the first time, you'll save 10%, up to $10. And who wouldn't like an extra 10 bucks in their pocket? So the next time you need a few things, just visit hardwarestore.com, place your order, and choose in-store pickup or curbside. It's easy. Obershawn Hardware will fix you right up. This Grill and Chill tip is brought to you by New Hampshire Liquor and Wine Outlet. When hosting a brunch, a Bloody Mary bar is on trend. Supply pitchers of chilled tomato juice and V8, an assortment of vodkas and mixers like horseradish, fresh lime wedges, Worcestershire, and hot sauces. Don't forget the garnishes. Do you have a cocktail recipe that's the hit of every party? Ever wondered if you have what it takes to earn the title Mixology Master? New Hampshire Liquor and Wine Outlet is turning to you during their 10th annual Summer Fun Tour to find the most inventive drinks ever. Enter your recipe to win some amazing prizes, like a trip to Napa Valley or a weekend distillery experience in Louisville. Cocktails will be judged on appearance, creativity, and taste. Enter now through Labor Day. Learn more at nhsummerfun.com. We can't wait to see what you mix up. Please drink responsibly. The season is on at Gloucester Stage Company. On stage, outdoors at Windover Center in Rockport. Running all July, it's the fast-paced comedy Baskerville. Five actors portray Holmes, Watson, and more than 40 characters in this hilarious romp by Tony Award-winning playwright Ken Ludwig. Perfect for the whole family. For details, tickets, and the entire lineup, including their Never Dark series, go to GloucesterStage.com. Join me, Joe Piantanosti, for this Sunday morning, 10 a.m., for Breaking Bread, where the conversation is always fresh. That's Breaking Bread, Sunday morning, 10 a.m., right here on North Shore 104.9. Howdy, y'all. I'm hearing a lot of squabbling over who has the best chicken sandwich. But as the restaurant with chicken in our name, we let our sandwiches do the talking. The new KFC chicken sandwich has a huge, breaded, and extra crispy 100% white meat chicken filet, thick, crinkle-cut pickles, and real mayo in classic or spicy, stacked on a toasted, buttery brioche bun for only $3.99, making this a clear-cut chicken winner. Order the new KFC sandwich on the KFC app. At participating locations only, prices may vary, tax extra. I'm Jade from Mommy's Tell All. As a busy mom, it's hard to keep your eyes on everything that's going on around you. But you must always be mindful of your child's safety to avoid an accidental tragedy. A car is no playground. Never let children play in or around an unattended vehicle. When you arrive at your home or at your destination, always lock your vehicle doors and trunk and keep the keys out of a child's reach. And remember, look before you lock. Paid for by NHTSA. And welcome back to the Car Doctor program on North Shore 104.9. I want to thank everybody for calling in uh, to to uh, show us how smart they were about stars and 
things like that. Again, I had to look it up because I didn't know, but I got curious one day when I looked at it. So, uh, but we are we are wrapping up real quick. Uh, uh, I'm glad we uh, got the program back back on the way it should be. I want to thank Greg Ebel for uh, filling us in about the new police interceptor pickup truck. And again, uh, stay tuned for Real Estate Revealed with Dave Seymour. And thanks to uh, Biff for keeping it all together at his end because it got. It got a little. It got a little. Uh, it did. It and a, a little, very yeah. special thanks yeah, to Jay yeah. Foss again Jay for, Foss uh, for coming, coming in, in here and coming being, in a, being a fireman. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Fixing it all, fixing everything for us. So, and so, whew, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I don't know about you. <laughs> I'm exhausted. Me That's too. all there is to it. Me too. Hey, so until next week, make sure you wear your seatbelt, drive safely, be good to your car, still wash your hands, and uh, we'll talk to you all next week. Bye bye.